Yo, so Pavel displaying um, once again. Um, I kind of just I recently I literally just got inspired. I was actually having a conversation with myself, and I was like, you know what, I may as well record and share with you guys. I mean, what am I doing? We're all kind of like in the house. California just went on lockdown today. Um, really about that. Uh, I just want to say that I pray we can all be safe um, throughout this time period. Um, you know, it's it's definitely something unprecedented that we're dealing with, and really. American history, really, um, at least in our time, definitely, de- and definitely, you know, in our time, like, if you're, I mean, even if you're 40 years old, it's not many times in which in life in which you were told, like, yo, you can't do this, you can't live your normal everyday life, this is something that, you know, for us isn't, it's different, you know, and I know it's something that can be very, very difficult to deal with, but I think, you know, everybody has their conspiracy theories, and, 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 and you know, me being, you know, uh, um, um, Christian, you know, everybody says, oh, it's the end of the world, it's end times. Um, I don't like saying things like that, um, mostly because there's a point in every hundred years where something probably seemed like the end times. I mean, World War One, there was a whole world war going on while they were having a pandemic. Like, there's so many times in, in you know, human history, which you could point to where, like, it seemed like the end of civilization um, and really just the end of civilization as you know it. Um, that's not always a bad thing. You know, I think that in order for, you know, progress to be had, sometimes you have to destroy. And not saying that, like, I'm not saying destroy as in terms of, like, people dying. I'm saying destroy as in destroying the way we think. Um, I think that um, one thing that we can come out with on the other side of this is loving each other more and caring about each other more. You know, I think the, really the only way that we come out of this and... um you know, we're good is by caring about each other, you know, caring about your fellow, you know, man, caring, caring about your fellow woman. Um, I think that, you know, that is where we need to go next as a society. Um, you know, I feel like I actually think Nipsey said this at one point in time, you know, we had the, um, we, we were, you know, going through the technological revolution, you know, like right now we're like, you know, we, we've been in technology age, like look at all the technology that, you know, we're coming up with, but I think the thing that we need to come up with next is mentally, like, love. We need to love each other more. Now, I don't know if that'll happen, you know. Hey, we may get through this, and when we get through this, we may go back to living our same normal life, but I don't see how we can do that. Um, After seeing what we just saw, you know, like, two weeks ago, life was normal. Two weeks later, everything you knew about life is completely different. And I think that just knowing that that can happen can be powerful and, you know, do a lot. Um, and I guess that's a way to, you know, transition into what I was talking about. I just want to talk about dating, you know. Um, somebody made a tweet like, oh, dating in L.A. has to be hard. Seems like it's like one infamous, like one continuous one night stand. And I kind of disagree. Um, you know, I've been single for four or five years, been dating around. And I don't think dating anywhere is hard. Um, I think that in L.A. people can seem like it's harder mostly because I think people have so much going on and so many people live non-normal lifestyles so people may have a lifestyle that's not conducive to yours and I think that that's one of the most important parts about dating is make sure you date somebody that has a lifestyle that's conducive to yours um for instance for me you know I, I don't I don't get up and go to work and work a nine to five every day so sometimes me dating women who have normal nine to fives is not the most conducive lifestyle to me like I mean it can happen but we have to like work around that you know um you can't just talk to me at 2 a.m because you have a job that you have to get up and go to um 
I may not be able to come see you after work. I may be in a studio. I may be at, you know, where life is normal. I may be at a Clippers game. I may be, you know, doing things with my evenings that don't allow me to see you. I also don't have to get up at 8 in the morning, you know. Um, I like going to lunch midday. You can't go to lunch midday because you have a regular job, you know. So I think that, and I think that that's one thing that people get mixed up in dating is they try to date people whose lifestyles aren't always conducive to yours. Now, we can work, definitely, you know. I think it takes sacrifice by two people. It definitely can work, but... I think the main thing that you have to do is, again, date people with lifestyles who are conducive to yours. And I think that's the one thing people get mixed up with in dating. And I think that the one thing in L.A. that's different about most cities is most people are here trying to do something and do something of the creative nature. And when you're doing something of the creative nature, like your lifestyle, just you don't wake up every day with a schedule like me. I don't wake up every day with the same schedule I had yesterday. I think in a lot of cities, people wake up with the same schedule they had yesterday for 20 years. Like, yo, you wake up, you go to work, you work out, come home. And that's what they do every single day. So it makes, I guess, dating easier, especially when everybody around you is in that lifestyle. Like, if you work, if if you're living in Missouri, you know, probably everybody has a job. You get up, you go to work, you have a job, you're off on weekends. And then, you know, Monday you're back in the office and it's pretty the same thing every day. If you're a creative or something like that, you don't know what you're going to be doing like today. Today you may wake up and you may have to be somewhere at 9. The next day you may have to be somewhere at 10. Wednesday you may be completely free and have no plans. Sunday you may be busy. The weekend, your weekend may be completely booked. And I think that that's what people, I think that's why people think it's so hard. Because like I said, everybody doesn't have lifestyles conducive to yours. Um, that's one thing that I've learned. Um Throughout my period of dating around, I think that sometimes people dating don't have honest intentions um, with themselves. I think that people ignore the obvious outcome because the situation with somebody was fun. And then they end up getting their feelings into it. And then that's when they get hurt. Um, But they ignore the obvious outcome that that was probably going to be the outcome anyway if they thought about this hard enough. But... um, it was fun, so they just ignored it, and in it being fun, um, it got their feelings involved with it. And also, I think that sometimes, you know, um, I don't even want to say this is L.A., I just want to say the cities in general, especially with younger people. I feel like our lives are consumed with so much, like there's so much out here to take our mind off of just one person. I know like somebody was talking about the scene and the scene being big. And that's why it's hard when the scene is big, but what the scene is big, but it's small at the same time. That's why it's so hard to date. And I'm like, yeah, but the issue is you're inside the scene. Like there's so many normal people in Los Angeles who work jobs every day and go home. And if you're a normal person and you live a normal lifestyle, then you need to stay within that. Or if you're looking for a certain type of relationship, then you probably need to go get you someone who lives a normal kind of life and try to build with that person. But you also have to ask yourself, is that what you like? Are those type of people that you like? Um, But with this time right now, I think that everybody gets a time to, I think that's one of the, 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 the I know I'm kind of like going back and forth from subjects, but I mean, I don't think there's any way you can have a conversation about anything and not talk about, you know, the virus situation that's going on right now, because I really do think it could be a turning point for our generation and just for love in general. I think um, right now you have all the time in the world to have real conversations with people. Um, I think that 
Um, you know, I came, came up with the concept of Rona dates, you know, when you get on FaceTime, sit, have a conversation with somebody and just like have a glass of wine and really talk. I think that that's more beneficial a lot of the times than um, going out on dates, actually. I feel like going out on dates, sometimes you can get lost in the ambiance and other things going on that you guys didn't really have real conversation. You guys just like drank a lot. There was so much else going on, you know, music playing, you got lost in the music, you got lost in what else was going on, like people watching or talking about people or, you know, there's just so much to get lost in when you go out and go out on dates as opposed to when you sit. Right now you have time to sit, have a phone conversation, text for weeks, have a FaceTime conversation and there's nothing distracting you guys from knowing each other. There's nothing like you have all the time in the world to, have, to, to you know, ask questions. You have all the time in the world to build relationships and talk about things that really matter. Honestly, some of the best relationships I've had with people, well, with women, um, are the ones that don't live near. Reason being is because I can't just go pop up on you and see you and kind of like, I, I can't just take you out and like, you know, have three glasses of champagne and go dancing and go to the club and have sex and come home and come home. You know, I can't I can't do that. Um I have to actually share moments with you. I have to actually take time out of my day to sit with you on FaceTime or give you a call and actually talk about things. And there's nothing else capturing my attention away from this conversation. Um I think this could be a turning point in our generation for like a lot of people, you know, I think that Hopefully everybody comes out on the other side of this better. And I think that people who have issues with dating or whatever, I think they should use this time to to really talk to people and get to know people and really, really get to know somebody and use FaceTime and use the phone. Um, because, again, I think, like I said, a lot of times with dating, I feel like even if you go out on a date and you think you're getting to know somebody while you're out, there's still so much that's, like, distracting you guys from each other. You know, like I said, there's music, there's people, there's alcohol, there's there's so much that even when you're right next to somebody or right in front of somebody, there's still so much taking your attention away from just getting to know this person. You know, um, I've been on, you know, mad dates with women, like, you know, been out with somebody, you know, time at the time, at the time, at the time, at the time. And the person I sat with on FaceTime with you know, time at the time at the time, I felt like I I know them better than I know somebody else because we were we were just forced to talk. You know, we're forced to have conversations about things that normally I wouldn't have conversations about. Like when we're out, I don't really have to talk about my life, and I'm and I've mastered doing it. I can go out and have a conversation with you about your life the whole time, or just talk about anything else. Like there's so much to talk about. Like okay, uh, shit, I don't know. I could go on and have a 10-minute conversation about Mescal just because we're drinking Mescal or a 10-minute conversation about something random just because we're... But those, but those are all surface things that at the end of the day don't really matter and you didn't really get to know somebody outside of their favorite food or their favorite song, which are important things, obviously, but that's not really getting down to the raw details of somebody. Um, and I feel like when you're over the phone and when you're on FaceTime... Um, um, there's less of that, you know, like if I'm on the phone with you and I'm talking and it's a one-sided conversation, you're going to know it's a one-sided conversation. It's harder to hide. I feel like, um, through phone or FaceTime where you want to have a really good conversation. 
Um, I feel like, um, yeah, it's just harder to hide, you know? Um, it's harder to disguise things, you know, without the conversation going dry on the phone over FaceTime. So I urge everybody to take this time to, you know, date better and love more and be open, you know? Um, I think that we'll all discover who means more to us throughout this time period. I think it's impossible not to. I think couples will discover how strong their bond is. Um, I think people who are dating will get time to one, self-reflect, two, realize who matters to them. You know, especially people with options. You know, me, I'm somebody like I, if I wanted to, I could talk to 10 women on a daily. Um, I think that times like these, you get to really realize like who matters. Who would I talk to if I wasn't having sex with you? Who would I talk to if I couldn't, you know, go hang out at this place? You know, who would I sit down and, and really just have a conversation with and, and just talk about whatever and talk about real life things with? That's when it really becomes real. Like, yo, who would I call? Who would I call? Like, think about this right now, bro. How many people would you just call and talk to? Just call and have a conversation with. I think that that's when it becomes real, you know, um, I mean, I can see a lot of people, like, seeing is nothing. I get to look at you in person. Like, I, I, I you know, I, I get to look at you. We get to dress up. We get to drink alcohol. I mean, at the end of the day, like, I mean, I'm spending some money on you, but, like, it's probably money I would have spent on something else anyway, and it's creating a experience. Or maybe, you know, like, a lot of times I'll go out, and it's not even so much about the woman. I wanted to do this anyway, and I'm just, like, bringing you along with me <coughs> because I don't want to do it myself. Excuse me, let me drink some water real quick. But yeah, I'm just bringing you along with me because I don't want to do this myself. As opposed to, if I give you a call when I'm in my own private space, I feel like that's a different level of... Speak about intimacy, I feel like that's more intimate. Actually, um... Because you're letting somebody into your space again with very little distractions. And when you're out the house, there's so many distractions. Even if you're with somebody, there's so many distractions. Um, I mean, even when you can go over somebody's house and see them, there's still so many distractions. Like, hey, y'all can just put on Netflix, watch it, get to touching on each other, get to kissing, have sex, wake up, leave. What conversations did you really have throughout this whole entire, like, really, what did you guys talk about? didn't talk about anything. You you probably spoke about whatever show you was watching, got to touch on somebody, had sex, and you left. You had no actual conversation throughout this time period. Um, and I think that, you know, I, I just want to try to find, again, the positives and everything that we're going through as, like, a society right now. You know, I feel like we have to lean on love and lean on companionship and lean on these type of things. And I think for single people, um, we should take this time to learn others. And realize who means something to us, man. Like, who will we let in our space? Um, and I feel like that's easier to find out right now than it would be if we could all go outside and move around and go on dates and do all these things. Um, everybody has pretty much the same schedule now. <laughs> you know, like, everybody pretty much has the same exact schedule now. And it's also kind of stressful times as well. Um, not kind of stressful times. Very stressful times. Very uncertain times, um, I think. Everybody is anxious, even if you don't want to be. Everybody's anxious. Nobody knows what's really going to happen. You know, some people think it's 
all a conspiracy and it's not that big of a deal. Whether people think it's the hugest deal in the world. The thing about it is we don't know. None of us know. And only time will tell. Only time will reveal. Um, like I said, I think we can all use this time to figure out who matters and what matters. Um, and why they matter. And have real conversations. I feel like I've had more real conversations even today than what I've had in the past month. Even when I saw people and hung out with them. You know, um, I feel like, um, yeah, it's a, like I said, it's a chance to have really real conversations because you don't just talk to anybody over the phone. Like, yeah, it, I, you, you can talk to a lot of people in person. Like I said, a lot of people in person, there's so many things to go off of. You can talk about this, that, this, that, this, that. But if I could call you on the phone and talk for an hour and it doesn't feel like it, I feel like that's when, you know, you're really getting somewhere and really, you know, getting down to know somebody because, like I said, there's nothing to hide. You have to reveal certain things about yourself that even you wouldn't normally reveal if you just want to have an actual conversation. Um, so, yeah, man, I know people complain about dating all the time. I think, I, I think I'm good at dating, but I think I'm also good at dating because I know how to compartmentalize um, things and emotions. Um, um, sometimes I don't... I don't let, I don't let me not be in control, um, and you can say that's health, that's unhealthy, and might quite possibly maybe, um, but it works for me. Um, but I'm usually always in control because I never, I, I, I never give things the avenue, give myself the avenue to possibly feel a way about something, um, because again, usually I'm just I'm usually the one that's in control of most situations, and I feel um, when you sometimes people don't, if this makes sense. I like I said before, curb their expectations with dating. I think that they get sold a dream, but they sell themselves a dream, and they opened up the avenue to somebody that they shouldn't have opened up the avenue to when they probably should have, and they relinquished control over their feelings and over their emotions to a person that um how can I say this to a person that I don't ever want to say there's a guarantee because there's never a guarantee when it comes to love things can always change but uh quote unquote without a they relinquish control to a person that gave them no guarantee now granted like I said there's there's never a guarantee but some situations have more guarantees than others um for instance, I won't say any names, but, you know, I had a conversation with one of my homegirls. Um, she was talking about um, this one situation she was in. A guy, you know, was, was you know, um, um, he was in a relationship or whatever, but they were like, it was a kind of open thing. Um, well, he told her it was an open relationship. Um, they started talking every day consistently. They, they hadn't met up yet, um, obviously, coronavirus gave them, gave them an, an, a, a legitimate excuse not to meet, but they hadn't met up. They were talking consistently. And then one day he was like, Oh, can't talk to you anymore, but you're a great person. And she felt the way about it. Um, and I asked her, what did you think you were going to get out of the situation anyway? Now I understand like, you know, y'all might've built something, but you kind of like sold yourself a dream in some way, shape or form. Um, you, if you would have thought, even no matter what, you know, he said, or, you know, open relationship, whatever, um, you knew that there was quite possibly a limit to what he could give you and you accepted the limit, but within you accepting the limit, you gave yourself an avenue to fill away, um, without a guarantee. 
Now, granted, like I said, there's never a guarantee, but some situations have more guarantees than others. Um, and that was definitely a situation that did not have any type of guarantee um, because the man had prior commitments elsewhere. Um, but yeah, man, like I said, I just want all this, all us to take this time to just love more and care more for um, our fellow, our fellow man or woman, you know, um, care more for each other. Um, I think that's the only way we can get through this. And for single people, um, I guess I just gave you the, the, the uh, guidelines to run a dates. So I think I'll name this one, why you should run a date, um, or why you should go on run a dates. Um, so yeah, I think it's a, a, a great way to get to know people on a deeper level than what you would have actually gotten to know them, excuse me, gotten, gotten to know them, even if you, you know, had these dates in person. Um, so that's just my opinion on it. Um, I, I urge you guys all to try it out, um, see where it gets you. And, um, let me know if you hear this, tweet me back, text me. If you have my number, DM me and let me know how it goes. Um, let me know if, you know, you had a conversation and you found that you talked about more things that, that you would have even talked about, um, in person. Um, I think you will personally, but just let me know if it actually goes that way for you. Um, so until next time. Uh, Pavel explained. Talk to you guys later.